One, two, three, let's go. You're listening to WJMS Media, where media is reimagined. You can find us on our Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and Twitter. Hello, everyone. It's Ra LaRue. I have Dwayne Baba with me today. Dwayne Baba, how are you? Hey, how you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. That's good. I'm very excited that you're here today. I'm excited. I have so many questions for you. For those of you listening, me and Dwayne Baba, I know him as Josh. I've known him for a very long time, since I want to say 2019. And I have watched this young man evolve into an amazing artist. So for starters, tell us where you're from. Oh, okay. Every time, you know, when people ask me this question in general, it's a lot complicated. Not really, but originally I was born in Selma, Alabama. And then my mother and sister and I, we moved to Tuscaloosa in December of 2008. So generally I'm from Alabama, but Selma and Tuscaloosa, really. So what brought you to Florence? So it's a funny little story. So I was dating this girl at the time and she was coming to the university down here in Florence, University of North Alabama. And yeah, she ended up not coming here, but I still came here. And I mean, I'm thankful I did because, you know, it was a good opportunity for me. But that's the reason why. Okay. Yeah. The Shoals area is very talented. For those of you listening, the Shoals area has a lot of people that have become famous. Aretha Franklin, The Swampers, Percy Sledge, even Fame Studios. A lot of people didn't know that was in Muscle Shoals. So it's very interesting when people come here and they don't realize that the Shoals area has so much talent. So maybe that was just a sign that you were supposed to be here. I know things didn't work out with the girl, but hey, it brought you here musically as well. How old were you when you realized that you had this huge interest in music? Wow. Honestly, I will say a very young age. I, When I was a kid, I had my sister's electric keyboard, and I was just like, I didn't know what I was doing, but I was just like, press on the keys, and some stuff would sound good. Now, granted, I don't play piano now, but from then to like middle school, my mother and I went to Best Buy, and we ended up getting like this music software stuff, and I was like, yo, I want to be a rapper. But then we just decided like, nah, that's not what I want to do. But now, years later, I started making beats in uh, 2016 on GarageBand on my phone. And then ever since then, it's just been up from there. And I, again, I started off as a producer, but became my artist. Okay. And so you started off on GarageBand, and now I know that you've transitioned to a MacBook. So tell me, what is the huge difference between that? Because being on GarageBand, which was on the phone, to... Right. Logic on MacBook. Tell me the difference between that. That has to be a huge jump from one another. The crazy thing is GarageBand on the phone, I would say it translates really well because since I, I had an iPhone and I still have an iPhone now, but GarageBand is on the iPhone and it's also on other um, Apple products or like devices, I would say. It wasn't too much of a difference because really Logic is like the more advanced version of GarageBand. It got everything else on it and GarageBand is just like the beginner version which I still consider myself a beginner but you know it's it, it wasn't too bad when I was at TSU there was this guy who was supposed to hook me up with Pro Tools but that didn't happen but you know it was fine but Logic Logic is the way for me at least it's the way 
So not too bad of a transition, but it was, I think it, it went pretty smoothly. I've tried Pro Tools before and Pro Tools is nothing to play with. <laughs> I have tried. It is a different ball game. It is very complex. And one of my majors is entertainment industry technology. Yeah. And it is very, very complex. So if you even know how to just press the record button on there, I give you kudos because it takes uh, me about 10 minutes to find it. It's hard, really. It is. But I, I mean, it's useful because a lot of places, they, they utilize it. A lot of recording studios utilize it because it does have everything in there. It's just very hard to understand it. Once you get it, it's fine. Right. But understanding Pro Tools and then going to the actual board that you're using and mm -hmm. learning how to do um, the reverbs and all of those different things it's, it's very difficult so I've never used Logic so I'm not sure about Logic but I'm sure Logic may be a little complex at first but it probably won't be nearly as difficult and complex as Pro Tools can be Right. so what do you think is the thing that you enjoy the most about being a musician? Ah, So back in March I can tell you from experience back in March when we had our show at Porter Record down here in Florence, Alabama. Uh, there was this moment where I was explaining a song. And this is this is like something I always live for it to happen. I was explaining the song and I looked in the crowd and I just saw that there was this one person who like really resonated with what I was saying. And they like they closed their eyes, took a breath and they like just took a moment for themselves to hear what I was saying and they I can tell it really touched them. And so for me, that that is what I live for. Cause I want people to experience that moment where they know that somebody else is here with them, that they're not alone because they don't have to go through these things alone. Mm -hmm. And they never be alone. There's always gonna be somebody there. They just gotta find the right person that's willing to listen to them or willing to talk to them about the things that are going on in their life. And so it's it's always somebody there. And that that moment for me was just really beautiful. And I was just like, wow. I almost wanted to cry. I almost want to cry right now. But <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, just, it's just stuff like that is like, wow. And so that's that's what I live for. And do you remember which song it was that you were performing? So it's it's an unreleased song. I, honestly, I should have I should have probably put it on the project. But <laughs> it's called Hold On To Me. And okay. it's like, the song is really about being compared to other people, even though you are your own person, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's like, just because a lot of the times, like we as people, we do do the same things, but we're still our own person because just because we do the same thing, don't mean we're always going to do it exactly the same, you know? Like we all find our own ways to do stuff. But that song, I wrote it like, did I, I can't remember if I wrote it last year <laughs> or the year before, but. I just know that it's it's a deep song, but I definitely should have put it on the project. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can always keep it for something different, though. I think, honestly, because you performed that song, it was unreleased, and you were able to match with someone. Maybe it's not meant to be, you know, within an, an album or an EP. Maybe it just needs to be a single. If it has that much power, I, it may be able to stand alone. Right. But that's just, you know, my thought. Um, but I mean, because it's your song, you can always release it at a different time, you know, and, and maybe, like I said, maybe that just wasn't the time for it. Speaking of music, your latest album that you dropped is About Time. Yes. Tell me about that. All right. So, man, honestly, the process of it, people have been asking me how long did it take to make it? And I, I can't remember when I actually started on it. I want to say I started on it back in like February, maybe. Or or January, maybe even before that. I don't know. <laughs> I just know I had certain songs that I wanted to drop, but I couldn't 
because I was I was trying to do too much with other people. And it's and it's not to say you can't work with other people, but I I would say I was relying too much on other people rather than trying to just get stuff done myself. Mm -hmm. And again, not to say you can't work with other people because you definitely can, but the stuff that I was trying to do, I could have done myself. I will say it took a matter of months that the project to be created. It's really just a collection of songs that each tell a different story. So I put a lot of songs off of conversations I have also. And a lot of the times I talk to people and the things that they say will inspire lyrics. And then just one one sentence will create a whole song. Or like even uh, one of the songs on there is called Tired. Tired. Wow. It's a song that's about my, my friend who I went to a school with back when I went to Tennessee State University. And he was in band and I was in band also. And I just happened to get on Instagram one day and look at my friend's story and I saw that she had been posting about him and was talking about you know like rp and stuff you know and it confused me because i was like what do you mean like so i ended up hitting my friend up asking her what happened she told me that he was shot and killed and you know it wasn't due to like any you know a lot of people like to talk about gang violence and stuff like that but it wasn't it wasn't due to anything like that it was due to his boyfriend shooting him and killing him you know and for me, it was like, wow, you know, I'm, I'm tired of seeing stuff like this. Even in social media in general, like, you know, you you click on social media and you see all these crazy things happening. And it's like, why is this showing up right now? And it, and it's cool to be aware of these things, but sometimes you you get so desensitized to it. That it's like, it, it, it gets normal to see. And I, I don't think it should be that way. And so for me, that's what that song meant. Like, I'm tired of, you know, saying stuff like this. Every time I cut my phone on RP. To another person that's the song gone you know that's that's how i started the song and it's like but each song tells its different story and i i wouldn't call it an album because um i wanted it to be an ep now granted i don't know if i can change that on streaming platforms to say ep or not but <laughs> it's definitely worth listening to i think it got some fan favorites on there now like people are enjoying it and so i hope it continues to grow but it's definitely i think a good starting project okay which song was the most difficult for you or most challenging, I should say, to create? Or which song was it you felt like you had to keep going back? Like, I need to add something else or I almost got it, but it needs something else. Was it a song like that that was just like, it's missing something? Wow. Which song did I go back to the most? I feel like every artist experiences this. They do. <laughs> I would say Not The Intro. It's a song on the project called Not The Intro. And originally, mm -hmm to be the last song on the EP, but I had to keep going back to it because I had different ideas for how I wanted to end it. But I ended up just doing something really simple to where I just had like a whole lot of ad libs and it, was, it sounded like a lot of people. I mean, it's me, of course, but it sounded like a lot of people just going back and forth. And also, okay, I, I lost the beat to the song. So I had to use the version of the beat that I already sent to myself to put the lyrics over. So it was this whole thing of like, oh my God. But there was more stuff I wanted to do to the, the instrumental but i couldn't even do that because some way somehow i lost all and how did that happen let's talk about this how did you lose the beat did you forget uh, to save it uh so because i'll probably be busy and i'll be doing too much sometimes i might forget to save a beat but usually i don't it's more so i save it and i think sometimes either my laptop will go dead or in the process of saving i think this is what happens process of saving i might close it and then like, okay we're good and then like move on and then i open it and it, and it says like it's gone. <laughs> yeah and it'll say something like it has crashed or this file is corrupted and i'm like what do you mean and i thought i found a way around that because there was a period of time where 
I couldn't open several tracks. I couldn't open any of them. And so I looked it up, trying to figure out how to fix this problem. And anytime you create a track or a project in general, it has alternative versions or alternate versions. And you can always go back to alternate, even if it's not the latest, you can go back to where it was. And I tried doing that and I could not even do that. So this file was like completely gone, corrupted. But again, I had the version I had already sent to myself, which was pretty much done. I just had other stuff I wanted to do to it. Mm -hmm. So I don't know how that could be the reason why it happened, but it also could not. I'm gonna try and not let that happen again in the future. Well, at but, least you didn't lose the entire thing. All right, exactly. <laughs> now, I guess that's the benefit of it. Right. Now, if I would have lost the entire song, this this is crazy. Get this. <laughs> so if you would have lost the entire song, would you have created a brand new beat? Would you have tried to get as close as you can to the original beat? Would it have just been acapella? So I will say, with stuff like that, I have to give myself time because as soon as it happens, I'm like, oh, man, forget this, you know? Mm -hmm. I get so, oh, my gosh, I just put all that time into it. But mm -hmm. there can be so much beauty in that, you know? Like, for again, for myself, I have to give myself time. Like, okay, like, okay, this just happened. All right, let's, let's take a break. Let's close the laptop for the day. Let's chill. Let's go do something else. Let's watch a movie or something. Uh, I don't know. Eat some food, some ice cream, you know, hotel type thing. Then I'll probably come back to it the next day. And sometimes for me, music is a feeling. Like, I'm not going to force myself to make anything if I'm not feeling it because I know it's good. Now, granted, there are some times where you can challenge yourself to, you know, to, like, make something. And it could be a best work. But for me, I, I work better with music as a feeling. You know, I got to hear certain sounds and for me to be like, okay, I can write to that. You know, mm -hmm. I understand. And with that, with you saying that, I feel like sometimes you do have to step away. Sometimes you get frustrated or people will get frustrated when they're doing something and they're very adamant about it or they're passionate about it. And sometimes you do have to just push away from it, walk away, take a breath and come back. Because when you're in that frustration, sometimes you're not thinking right. Sometimes things will continue to go wrong because you're not in your right mind, even when you think you are. And so sometimes you have to really just be like, I just need to sit back. I need to sleep on it. I need to, to do something. Maybe I just need to go eat. Maybe I'm hangry or something. And you just have to come right. back. And that's very important because when you try to overdo it or you, you overexert yourself, it will create a different impact of whatever story you were trying to tell in your music. It could steer your whole mindset on it. And sometimes I've watched people completely just in that song and never go back to it mm -hmm. and it probably would have been a good song but because they were like i'm just i'm frustrated i'm over it, and they just stop so it's very important to actually take some time to kind of step away and then come back to make sure this is probably not what i want to do or i was just frustrated in that moment and i'm ready to get back on it so mm -hmm. i'm happy that you were able to find a solution and that is your i guess your safe haven to just kind of step away and then come back because that's very important uh tell me about your performances now i know that you're a part of a musical group by the name of bold bloom right tell me about your performances either with them or solo or both uh, tell me okay. about your best performance oh best performance ah. i'm putting you on the spot oh uh, yes yes honestly i feel like my best performance Going back to the first For The Record show, that For The Record show was amazing. Now, granted, this was like, this was Bold Bloom, all of us together. 
and the the show went really well. The room was packed out, and it was just a really good time. And this was a moment for me as an individual artist. Now, granted, again, I'm performing with all my boys, but this was a moment for me as an individual artist. Like, yo, these people, they now know the name Dwayne Baba. You know, it's like they're they're looking at me, and again, that moment with that one person in the crowd resonated with them so well, and that and that really hit for me. Like, yes, this is what I've been waiting for. I'm a big old school person, so I like, I like to add a lot of old school elements into my performances, and even even in my songs in general. But when I perform live, it's definitely a lot of whoop whoop, you know, all that stuff that's going on. So I, I like making people have fun. I like crowd engagement. Another another performance. Wow, UNA. 2023 spring concert this show wow like you, know, you want to talk about crowd engagement these people were on fire and this is like 3,000 plus people so it's like yo like what is going on just hearing like saying something to the crowd and then hearing that roar back at you it's like woo it like it like really sets in it's like it's, these are the moments that we've been waiting for and you know we were opening up for young gravy which we were the pre-opener to the opener for young gravy but mm -hmm. that that time and the energy was just amazing and i and i love a good bluetooth microphone like so i can really move around i ain't gotta worry about no no cables <laughs> Like, I ain't gotta worry about it pulling me back. I can dance as much as I want to. And I'm not I'm not I'm not afraid to like put microphone on the stand and talk to people. Like I, I definitely would do stuff like that. But I'm just a very high energy person. Like I'm definitely an extrovert and I like interacting with people, making people laugh. I honestly feel like as an artist, you kinda gotta be a comedian when you're on stage at the same time too. Like it's good to like rap to people and hear them rap back to you or sing back to you whatever but you gotta make people laugh at the same time and i'm more of a situational like in the moment kind of funny person but those two performances right there really really made me feel good and honestly even to this day like we're in september now and that was back in april people come up to me or they'll see me out in public like hey you opened up for young gravy aren't you with uh and they, sometimes they don't remember the name but it's like bo bloom they're like yeah yeah bo bloom and i'm like yeah like that's that's me. I'm Dwayne Baba. You know, like it just has been a big moment, not just for me, but for all of us in general. And so, mm -hmm. those two performances right there have been peak for me so far. Well, That's good. I mean, whenever you have those big performances, I think that it gives you time to reflect on everything that you've done previously, and then it also shows your growth and where you come from. I'm not sure. Maybe you like after your performances, you may evaluate yourself and see like, oh my God, I could have done this better. Or this is what I did today. It's so rewarding because not every performance you're going to have something to criticize. It may be sometimes where you're like, I really did my thing out there today. I did it. And I'm very proud of myself, regardless if I may have messed up one little word, I feel like this is my best performance. And, right. and you, and you know, you are your biggest critic sometimes. It's, it's okay to receive constructive criticism, but when you're confident in your own work, it does make a big difference as to how the performance is going to go or how you're going to feel after the performance. Mm -hmm. There was, what was it? There was a small show. It was a show that you actually put on um, for all the other artists around uh, the area, not even in just Florence, but Huntsville and other areas in Birmingham, but even getting to do that, because it had been, I literally did that the day after the spring concert. And sure did. doing that, it, it felt really 
nice and humble. Like, it didn't matter to me if I had just done this huge, big show or whatever. Like, for me, a performance is a performance. Any chance I get to step in front of people and do what I do is a testimony for me. Like, it's a blessing also. And I even did Hold On To Me There, and I, I hadn't planned to do it. I honestly was just doing one song, and that was my song for myself. Mm -hmm. I, I ended up doing Hold On To Me There because everybody else wanted me to do something else. So mm -hmm. I, and the crowd was going crazy over you that day because they were like, you're just going to do one song. Yep. And they were like, no, we need another song. And you were thinking like, okay, which song should I do next? Which song should I do? And it, and it came to you. And yep. that's how I know that that song is very intimate to you because right. even when you were on the stage that day, you did it acapella for one. And then for two, your eyes were closed. You were just into it. You had like a rock, like a rhythm going with it. And the crowd was feeling you. It was stone quiet in there. They wanted to hear every word, every emotion, everything within your music. Your music is very powerful. It has messages behind it. So for you to make a good amount of people, a good crowd, silent, they're silent in this room, that is powerful too. They're listening to what you say. Most people would have started clapping or created their own beat, but for you to be acapella and no one said anything and just listened to you, because you were telling them, give me a beat. And they were giving you a beat for a little while, but after a while they were like, wait, I need to hear what he's saying because what he's saying is a little bit more important than this beat. So right. I feel like that's powerful within itself that you are just a, a, a lyricist. You are a lyrical person to right. be able to silence a, a good amount of a crowd. And they just wanted to hear what you had to say. And they even wanted more after you finished that. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, that is wild. That's the only word I can say. Thank you for the opportunity. Oh, of course. I mean, it's within my major. So, <laughs> but I, I, and the reason why the purpose of that, and, and for those of you listening, the purpose of the show that he's referring to was called Artist Odyssey. And it was just a way for different artists, whether you're upcoming, whether you're known, just artists all over from different places to present their talent within the shows area. Um, it started off as just a project and ended up turning into a big outcome that I didn't expect to happen. Josh was one of the people that I wanted to be a part of it because, like I said, I've known Josh for a very long time. Even if we go back to the first time that I met you, Josh, I'll never forget this. I met Josh in, it was the survey to entertainment industry, I think, or survey to music class or something. Wonder, on the wonder. first day, <laughs> on the first day, I'm so excited. I sat like, I think a chair down from him on the back row and I got my tablet out. I'm ready to take notes. I reach into my book bag. I don't have a pen in sight. I am digging for a pen. I'm looking, <laughs> I'm struggling. I'm like, I know I have a pen. How do I not have a pen on the first day of class? So Josh watches me struggle for probably two minutes. <laughs> and finally, I look over to him holding the pen like, bro, here you go. Here you go, bro. <laughs> and I was embarrassed. But at the same time, I was like, he just saved my life on the first day of class. So I grabbed the pen. I was like, thanks. And so I was taking my notes and everything. And then after class, I tried to give him the pen back. He was like, you can have it for next time, just in case, you know, you don't have it. <laughs> I didn't know whether to be offended by that or is it just be like, okay, he's being sweet. But that was honestly the start of our friendship because then when I saw you next time, just like I think walking down a hall or walking outside or something, I was like, hey, you're in my class. And we just developed a friendship from there. And it was crazy just because you gave me a pen. So maybe it was supposed to happen. I wasn't supposed to have my pen that day. 
<laughs> or my pencil or whatever. I used that mechanical pencil for a long time because I was like, he gave me this pencil and I'm going to cherish it because I should have had a pencil on the first day of school. <laughs> so I think I used it until all the lead was gone. Yeah. But anyway, back to you. What would you say is one thing that you believe that you are not getting enough credit for, that you should be getting more credit for? Oh, um, man. Honestly, I want to say it's like two different things. I feel like a lot of the times, certain stuff that I say goes over people's heads. And was granted, like, I'm just going to make some videos explaining some of my lyrics so people understand. But really, I want to say my production skills. Like, now granted, I'm not, like, the best producer in the world or whatever. And I'm not going to compare myself to any industry producers because, again, I'm my own person. But I will say my production skills are, like, up there. Again, I'm not the best, but, like, I can... I can look somewhat nice and have somebody like, yo, or even like, even like now for a while, I've been just making stuff for myself, but I want to get back into producing for other people. Like I'm, I'm working on a, a instrumental right now. And I'm also working on writing the song too for this person. So I'm working on producing the track and writing the song for this person because I really value their skills and I think they're going to be crazy when they really pop out with their own music. I mean, they're going to be crazy. Mm -hmm. Stuff like that. My production skills um, over anything and then my writing skills. So And your, I, your lyrics are... <laughs> <laughs> I, just got a little, I got a little speechless then because your lyrics are so, you know how something can be so simple or mm -hmm. the, or that saying the smallest things have the biggest impact. Mm -hmm. Like that is how your music is. Thank It'll you. be something so small, but it can tell so many different messages. Right. And then sometimes you'll throw in something complex and I'm like, hold up, let's go back. What did he mean? <laughs> or, you know, <laughs> and that's the beauty of it because I never know which way you're going. So your right. music is never repetitive because I never know which angle you're about to throw this music or throw this lyric or throw this scenario or whatever you're using. And that's what's so crazy about it because I can never just, I can never figure out which way you're going. And so it yeah. keeps me on my toes and I'm pretty sure it keeps other people on the edge because it's like, okay, he's about to drop something else. What is he going to talk about this time? Because I know he's talking right. about this, but this seems exciting too. So I think- that the way that your process is, is that no one ever knows which way you come in. And for that, I think that it makes you stand out because no one can ever predict what you're going to do. Yeah. And I feel like that, that separates you from the majority because some people, you know, exactly what they're going to say. You know, they're going to talk about just by listening to the first couple songs of an EP album, whatever. But with yeah. you, it'll be something slow and then the next minute it'll be, -na 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 -na, you know? And so I, I think that, you know, with having a, a busy mind, sometimes it'll just take you in those different directions. And I, I, I think it's cool. I think it's, it's different. It makes you different. It makes you stand out. Thank you. And what, what's crazy is, so I, I've always been that type of person that when I hear a recording of myself, I'm like, ugh, my voice. And I'm like, ah. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's, it's funny because um, I've had several people over the years tell me, like, bro, I love your voice. Or, like, even now, my homie, he always tell me, like, bro, like, nah, bro, you got a good rap voice. Like, your voice is real good. And I'm like, bro, like, I appreciate it. And, and it, it makes me feel better hearing that because one of the songs that's on the EP called Truthful, it was the first song that I put out 
just as myself individually and I use auto-tune like heavily. It was granted, like I felt like the song, I wanted to use auto-tune, not just because of my voice in general, but because I was like, yo, this song sound like it needs auto-tune. But like for me, it's just always been a thing of I've gotten more comfortable with my voice now. At first I wasn't, and now when I rap, I'm like, okay, I can hear, I can hear this a lot better. I'm more confident in the things I say. Now, granted, I want to be even more confident because I'd be listening to a lot of other artists rap. I'm like, man, like, I could sound like that, you know? And again, it's not, it's not comparing myself, but it's like learning, you know, doing homework, studying, you know? Now, I ain't never been good at school for real. Well, when I got to college, I wasn't good at school. I was, I was straight in high school, but in college, I've never been a big study type of person. But like, when it comes to this music stuff, that's, that's going to be in here forever. And I'm never going to get to the point where I feel like I've learned everything I can about music because you can always learn more about whatever you do in life. So, yeah. That's true. And like I always have stressed and I've told multiple people, there's always room for growth. That's growth right. Growth is never going to stop. Right. Growth only has one job and that's to grow. <laughs> right. I mean, it's just as simple as it goes. I do have a quote and I want to know your opinion of what you think this means. As long as there is music, you are never alone. Wow. Um, I honestly, I think this goes back to what I was saying about that song, Hold On To Me. It's like, as long as there's music, you are never alone. Is that what you said, correct? Mm -hmm. So it's, it's like, as long as there is somebody, even if that person isn't directly talking to you, as long as you resonate with what they're saying, or even if like it's not a deep song and it's just like the groove of the music or whatever and it's like making you feel good. It's like somebody made that so you could feel good so that they know cause they knew you would dance to it. Like music, oh my gosh, music goes back so far. It's like it was meant to do these things, you know? You could be so sad and then music just bring you out of your sadness, your darkness and all that stuff. And it's just like, wow, this person made this. Now granted, like I, I make a lot of stuff in general, just because I wanted to make it. But I, I do make things to touch people also, to like make them mm -hmm. dance. Yo, you know, whether you're in a club, whatever, you at, like, you at a festival, which I definitely want to go to a festival. I want to be in the crowd of a festival and I want to perform at a festival. So looking forward to that one day. But I feel like music definitely brings people together. No matter who you are, what you do, like it, it can bring people together truly and bring people out of their darkness. Granted, like, we're always going to have differences or whatever, but our differences don't have to separate us. And, That's true. Right, music music can always bring us together. So, mm -hmm. never alone, because music is a thing, right? So I like that answer, because it is true. Music, to me, music, music takes away the issues that surround you in that given moment. It gives you time to kind of get away from it. And I'm I'm going to be honest, to me, it makes me think about, um, <laughs> and this might sound so childish, but you know what, like with, with Little Bill, the TV show, Little Bill, and you yeah. know how out of the blue, he'll just go on these adventures, but he's really just in his bedroom. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what music feels like to me. Right. It's kind of like you're in your bedroom, but when you start listening to that music, you go into this entire journey. And then once the song is over, you're kind of just back to reality. Before that moment in time, those three, four, maybe five minutes, if it's like one of those old school songs, and you know, you'll just be in your zone. And even though once you finish listening to that, listening to that song, you come back to reality. You may have needed that getaway. 
just for that moment in time. And that may, that may make you feel better. And it's just beautiful how music can do that. It's beautiful how an, an individual that you've never met before, probably will never meet before. You may go see them in concert, but actually like knowing them on a personal level, it's amazing to me how someone that you don't know like that can have an impact on you. Exactly. And I think it's beautiful because it shows that people are still humane. And I know that music and how the person is personally, that's different. But for them to be able to create that lyric or create that music or or whoever wrote the music were able to say, hey, I think this artist needs this music or I think this artist can tell the story that I'm trying to tell or whatever the case may be. I think that is very beautiful. It's just it's very pure. And it's kind of like you can't really take away from the purity behind it because it just is what it is. So I think that music is a getaway. Music is a getaway from all of the stress or anything. And it could be, it don't even have to be stress. It could be happiness. I'm happy. I'm about to turn on some music and dance. I'm cleaning up the house. You know how our culture is. We're cleaning up the house or you hear music playing on a Saturday or Sunday morning. What is time to clean? You start hearing that blues and it's... It's time to clean. So I think that music is a getaway. I think that it can be signs that it's time to get up and clean. (laughs) It can be signs that there's a celebration because we use music for different things. When it's someone's birthday, we have a happy birthday song. So it's like music is, you know, it surrounds you. It just, it's, ah, it's just always there. I think it's beautiful. So what's next for you? What's coming up for you? So since I released this EP, Last week, I've been trying to do some promotion stuff and just trying to get the numbers up on it because I want more people to hear it. But what's next? It's funny because I put on my Instagram maybe like a week or two ago. I'm thinking about like doing like this whole old school project where like I take a lot of these old school. Now, granted, it would be on SoundCloud because I'm not trying to get no copyright from anybody where I do like maybe another EP, but it's me rapping over all these great old school songs or whatever. There is a character that I created uh, on my song, Elucidate, called Texie Brown. And Texie Brown, for me, is like my take. Uh, I want to create a whole Texie Brown project featuring Dwayne Baba and whoever else, but I, I want it to be Texie Brown and that that's honestly my inspiration for that is the whole Silk Sonic thing and like now and who knows I'm thinking about releasing some singles honestly like you talking about hold on to me has inspired me to like just try and go ahead and put that out because I I can I can literally record that after we get done talking so it's like <laughs> so honestly that may be the move yeah I honestly want to make more stuff that people can turn up to like you know they out with their friends and then they want to jump around that you know you see your person then you want to dance with your person you go dance with your person you know what i'm saying i'm trying to make some stuff like that too so i just want i just want people to feel good always yeah oh and this order this order the album the real album i'm about to totally reconstruct that except for one of the songs has to stay the same because i want that to be the intro to the project because it really captures what goes on in my my brain but the this order album is coming out like if you listen to not the intro on the ep and the untitled track you see glimpses of disorder in there 
especially when I say this order, right, as an ad lib, I'm talking about the album, but I, I'm not gonna speak too much on it right now. Because <laughs> I, it's, it, I think it's gonna hit people really hard and at home once I explain to them what it is. I think it's gonna be dope. So that's what's next. Well, I'm excited for it to come out because I know that you're going to have me on the edge of my seat. I'm going to be sitting here stalking your social media to oh. figure out when it's <laughs> figure out when it's going to drop or I'll probably just be I'll probably just text you and be like, "Hey, when is this going to drop?" because I don't know if it's taking so long. Even though I don't want to rush you, but I'm ready. <laughs> so, what is a message that you would give to someone wanting to be a musician or an upcoming artist and they're like, I don't know what to do. I don't have any guidance. What advice would you give them? So I honestly would give them the same advice that was given to me. I had this high school friend and he was a senior when I was a freshman and he was in band just like I was. And his name is Corey. Corey Nevels. Corey is a dope producer right now. And he's still out there doing his thing. And he told me there are going to be times where you want to give up because you're not seeing any results. And, you know, that's that's really with anything, you know. Like, for me, I'm a big person on need to get in the gym or whatever. But <laughs> I, I, as soon as I don't see results, it's like, oh, man, forget this. But if I had as much drive with everything else as I do my music in life, oh, I'd probably be cold. You know what I'm saying? But... <laughs> But Corey told me there are going to be times where you want to give up, but don't. Mm -hmm. Even if there's somebody else doing what you're doing and it seems like they're doing better just because they're making it. Like, look at, I'm going to bring up Jack Harlow. Look at Jack Harlow. We're we're basically the same age and he's up there now, Mm -hmm. you know, but it's like that doesn't matter at the end of the day because I'm still going to make my name, you know. You're right. Again, I can't compare myself to anybody because comparison is the thief of joy. That's in the Bible. Don't compare yourself to anybody because it's going to steal your joy. You're going to be sitting there sad. But, yeah, my advice is to never give up. Even if somebody tell you, like, hey, this ain't really what you want to do. Like, nah, this is what you want to do. Don't stop. Don't give up. And remember, you are not alone. You are not alone ever. Somebody's music is going to touch you. It's going to inspire you. Listen to other folks' music because it is teaching, it's therapeutic, and it will show you something that you've never seen before. Step away from what you're used to listening to and like go listen to like some heavy metal or something, you know? I used to be a big person, I'm like, I would never listen to heavy metal, but other people find value in that. Who am I to say somebody else's genre of music is trash, you know? If uh, you are making that, that's them telling their story or their side of the story, their world, you know? So it's like, who are we to say that their stuff is trash? Take from that and okay, how can this influence my music? Now, granted, I'm not finna get out here going crazy on no guitar, screaming. Like, that, ain't, that just ain't me. That ain't how I express myself like that. That's how somebody else expresses themselves. And there's nothing wrong with that. Don't don't stop. Don't give up. Because if you stop now, uh, it may be harder to pick back up later. But And also, it's never too late. It's never too late. If you're in something that you don't like doing right now and you want to do something else, if you want to do music, do it. Step into it. Find somebody. Look, if you can't find nobody, YouTube that thing. You know what I'm saying? I, there have been plenty of times that I've YouTube something because I didn't know. Definitely do that. And again, do not give up because you are not alone. So. <laughs> 
Well, thank you, Dwayne Baba, or as I know you as Josh. I appreciate you interviewing with us today. I believe that you have given the listeners a lot of insight on who you are, just tips as a musician, as an artist, as a lyrical person. And I am proud of you because I know where you've come from. I know where you have started and I have just seen you elevate. I have seen you grow so much and I'm very proud of you. Where can the listeners find your social media and your music? All right. So honestly, you can find my music everywhere. I'm a big Spotify person, but you know, if you like Apple music, that's fine. I still love you. Under Dwayne Baba. Now, some people say Dwayne, but I promise it's Dwayne. This is how I spell it. It's D-W-A-N-Y-E-B-A-B-A on all streaming platforms. And that is also my Instagram name, D-W-A-N-Y-E-B-A-B-A. Y-E-B-A-B-A, Dwayne Baba. So that's what you can find me. For those of you on Facebook, you can find me as Josh Peterson. (laughs) (laughs) But (laughs) yeah, I'm on all streaming platforms, Snapchat, YouTube, TikTok, Spotify, Apple Music, all those things. All right. Well, Dwayne Baba, again, thank you for taking the time to interview. I'm sure listeners are going to go and find your music. And I hope that your fan base increases after this as well. But you enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you. You do the same. Thank you. Thanks for listening to WJMS Media, where media is reimagined. You can check us out on our Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Also check out our website at www.wjmsradio.com. And we also have a newsletter so you can subscribe and be up to date on everything.